Here we are again. Yeah. This is, this is number three. This is number three. And I have to tell you, I mean, I have had some positive feedback from people who are very discriminating. So nice. You know, and it's, I just was in a meeting with my Arts and Activities Alliance people, and, you know, they said, So what's happening with the scandalous podcast you're now doing? <laughs> I said, well, surprisingly, surprisingly, wow. uh, however many people, a couple of people with whom I connect, you know, have said to me, hey, I really enjoyed that. And I will look forward to the next one, which totally shocked me. Just totally shocked. Nice. Me. Yeah, I know. Isn't so that good? You said uh, one name I recognized. Uh, uh, we talked about Suzanne Biesecker. Yeah. Oh, yes. Um, yep. Who else? Anybody else that I might know? Um, probably, mm, probably people you don't know, but my gallery director, Sue yeah. Beebeck. And like yep. I said, she's very discriminating. And of course, nice. Craig Bennett enjoyed the first episode, but I think he is hoping that it gets to YouTube at some point, because I think he may not be uh, comfortable connecting on Spotify. I don't know. Anyway, so... Funny you say that. Oh, tell me where we are. So finally, I got off my ass and uh, finished the Spotify account. Oh. Where when you sign up for that, mm -hmm. um, the troubling thing with that was I already have a Spotify account, as do you. Yeah. Um, and I wanted to add our podcast to my current yeah. podcasting account. Yeah. And I missed whatever I missed by, you know, a couple of months yeah. because I am considered an old account and only new accounts can host multiple podcasts. So I had to get a second account for our show, which means the RSS feed at that time up until for the first two episodes was only going to Spotify. Because that's who was hosting it. Okay. But now I have set it up for, and I have to turn and look to my side to the whiteboard that's on the wall. We are now on Amazon, Ooh. Apple Podcasts, okay, Castbox. Are you going to be writing these down? I got it. I'll yes, go I slower. am. Go ahead. Okay. Okay. So Amazon, Apple, and Castbox. Okay. If you're not familiar with that one, that's one word. Yep, I got if, it. Yep, if yep, you signed yep, yep. up for all the ones you're available to, you, you would be on that one. Yep, okay. Yep. Uh, Google. Okay. iHeart. Ah. Another one that's a little bit more obscure called Overcast. Okay. If if you are on Apple, you are on Overcast by default, and probably a lot of others actually. Right. Right. Did you say over connect or overcast or both? Over overcast okay. like the weather. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. Well, many of those my and then, uh, uh, Okay. What else? Three more. Three more. Three more. <laughs> Go ahead. I am echoing two today. Thank you. Um It's distracting. This can't be changed while recording. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, and uh, I just won't shout. Okay, so where do we leave off? We had Overcast, mm -hmm. Pocket Casts. Yep. 
Pandora. Okay. And you mentioned it. YouTube. Yay. So if my friend Craig wants to look at us on YouTube, he would plug in what? Both sides now. He yours. would go to, ah, uh, 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 yes, uh, he would go to Talk TV 24. Talk TV 24. As in the numbers 24. Yep. And let me just make sure. I can actually send you the link for that if you want to forward him. Yes, I will. He'll like that. <clears throat> uh, sorry. Um, switch accounts. Go to that one. Should be down in this. There we go. Where is so there we, there we go. There it is. Okay. okay. So I have my Copy. own story about Spotify okay. this yep. past week that I need to tell you about. I think you told me about some of it. Oh actually. maybe by email. Oh yes, I did by email. Well I Yeah, yeah, this is interesting though, because I think <laughs> uh yeah, go go ahead. It yeah. was harrowing for me. Because I ended up, yeah, um, I was trying to record my second podcast of the day and for some reason couldn't get on Spotify. And so what I ended up doing, because I never know what I'm doing, I ended up creating a second Spotify account. And what that did was disallow me from looking at my original one that has three and a half years worth of episodes on it. And so I went to tech support, you know, and if I had been you or if I had been Sue Bebeck, my gallery director or my son or, you know, tons and tons of of younger people, it would have been fixed in five minutes. But five hours later, you know, because I'm too nervous about pushing buttons, the wrong one for good for good reason. And so they tried yeah. to explain to me how what I should do and how I should do things, and I just was frozen. It was horrible. But eventually, you know, they said, well, we're going to put your old one on a different email address, and you should be able to get it again. But I, meanwhile, I lost the second podcast I had recorded. And again, if I had been younger and smarter and less anxiety-prone about technology, I would have been able to save it and transfer it. But I didn't, and I couldn't, and I lost that particular episode that I'm going to record again tomorrow, by the way. But one of the things when I find, and, and it was so funny, and it was five and a half hours because the tech people kept saying, oh, sorry, I'm going on a break now. Somebody else will be with you in five minutes. And so it took them. Are you shitting me? Three or four different times during those five hours. Yes. Yeah, nobody, and, and I... You know, they were probably so frustrated because I was so scared or stupid or whatever you want to call me 
Um, and they probably said, I can't deal with this lady anymore. So one of the things I did when I finally got myself together at the end, they said, well, would you be willing to take a survey? You know, how was your experience? Was it difficult? And were things rectified? And I said, it was difficult and not everything was rectified, but it's not your fault. It's my fault because I'm old and I, um, I'm nervous and I didn't know which buttons to push and I was afraid to push any. But I did suggest, because I asked for additional information, I did suggest that what they might want to do for all their ships is hire somebody who can deal with senior citizens, okay? Because it's a special demographic. <laughs> it's a special demographic yeah. when you're talking and to you, technology. Always, <laughs> yeah. I have always felt that the the over the phone, the virtual customer service people especially for technology, you know, resetting the clock on your VCR or whatever right. it is are a special people <laughs> because I, I deal with the same thing. I'm not a web developer, mm -hmm. but when I'm in my GoDaddy account, mm -hmm. which is not just the website, it's also the email for the website. Mm -hmm. uh, it's also domains. Um, I own right now almost 30 web domains. So that nobody else can and use them, right? Yes, exactly. Yep. Did we talk about I that? I believe we okay. mentioned yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, and it's also stuff that, you know, like I bought Yergs.com years ago. Mm -hmm. When it was open, I got it for, you know, when that day would come. Uh -huh. And it only came as recently as July wow. of this year. Wow. Uh, but now I got it. Yep. And the other thing about so many of those domains is I've also got dot us. Mm -hmm. Like if the hospitality part goes, um, does start next year as it's about to really uh, in Belize. If I do something here and I need like a separate division, I can have a separate website yep. and have it look totally different. And then they can actually go back and forth. Like if you click on this link and you want to schedule your vacation in Belize, it goes to that website. And then now I got a new visitor to that website as opposed to just another page. Yep. 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 You know, on the original website. Yep. So um, anyway, you know, I, I'm with them a lot and uh, I'm with, you'd think by now I would have learned more about mm -hmm. it. And uh I'm still kind of stupid to web development and, and, and tech shit. Well, I As had, I often tell people, checking my email kicks my ass. Yeah, I had to make a decision because I'm, uh, uh, what do you say, historically, you know, if there's something I don't know how to do, I will make myself figure it out, you know, and learn it because I Did don't like to be dependent. We're supposed to debate on here. I know. You know, we agree on way too much. I know. I, know. I, I, I was afraid I, of I was just, <laughs> Yeah. I was just on one of the YouTube or uh, uh, Facebook groups about podcasting mm -hmm. and, and somebody asked, um, what editing software do you like to use? Mm -hmm. And I use this stuff called uh, this program called uh, Da Vinci, as in like you know the Leonardo. Um, yes, uh, Resolve uh, Edition eighteen. Uh, it's their newest one, and it's pretty tech. 
you know, it, it, it's it's a little bit more than what you can do on your Spotify account or what I can do here on Riverside uh, or what I used to be able to do before Riverside on something called, I'm, you know, spouting these off for listeners that might be familiar with them. Uh, my previous one was called StreamYard. Ooh. StreamYard is very user-friendly and was excellent for my first year in live streaming podcasts. Mm-hmm. But it it takes up a huge amount of bandwidth on your internet. And oftentimes my video will be very far behind. The audio will be fine. And all of a sudden I'm moving real fast and the video catches up. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I can't have that if many of my additions are video. Yeah. If it's audio only, nobody gives a shit. (laughs) Right. (laughs) But if, if, or if the video is like what we'll transfer this to for YouTube is just our album cover. Doesn't matter. Who cares? Right. But when somebody's talking, it's kind of a, it's kind of a deal. Mm-hmm. So that's what switched me to Riverside. Um, totally brain farted. I have no idea where I was going with any of that. <laughs> well, I was telling but, you, uh, <laughs> I was telling you that generally speaking, I like to figure things out because I hate being dependent on other people, but I had to decide in the last couple of months, you know, I I just don't want to do this. I don't want to spend my time learning technology. And so there are things that yeah. are going to pass me by, I'm sure. Things that I could be doing, and things I okay. should be doing. But, you know, if it's not fun, as you and I said very early on, if it's not yeah. fun, I'm yeah. not doing it. But So the, here's what I did. And, and, yeah. and when you said that, that, that I, I was on that Facebook group and somebody asked, and I told him Da Vinci, yeah. and I told him that, it's easy. You just got to put a little time into it. And I told told the girl, what I do now is what I did then. Mm-hmm. One Sunday a month while Zach's at work, yeah. instead of doing other show prep or whatever else, I sit on the sofa and I turn on YouTube. And I learn another feature of DaVinci Resolve. And that's how I now know how to put our album cover, which is not a movie file. It's a, it's a still photo mm-hmm. and mix it with the audio that we record and create a video out of it. Wow. Well, good for you. Uh, and that's how I know how to do like what you're seeing our, our viewers or listeners won't, but you know, you know, all these cool little, you know, up the middle and all the other relevant stuff that, you know, doesn't mean anything for our show, but it, it's what's showing up there now. And, and so, like I said, you know, nobody else is going to see it, but that's how I put, that's called an overlay, you know, the arrow with my name on it yep, there yep, yep. and, uh, you know, up the middle, up at the top of the screen, the, the American flag over the corners, you know, that's called an overlay. I learned how to make them on something called Canva, uh-huh. another web. I learned Canva. Uh, this pet. Yeah, Canva's cool. I learned Canva, Canva in order cool. to create ads for the Boyertown area expression. And yeah. I've used it to create ads for our different people who advertise on our digital news site. And I used it even uh, last uh, last spring to make certificate award certificates. And I felt really accomplished, I have to tell you. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So it's just yeah, recently I started- I've decided yeah. I'm not doing that. But maybe today's topic, maybe you can help me with this. Um, Go ahead. I listening to the news this morning and the polls for president from the Washington post do not look good 
for our current president because people are worried about his being too old. And I'm thinking, uh, kind of, I understand that. But, and it fits into what we are talking about here. There are things that I'm not, that I'm not good at because of probably I didn't grow up with technology. And Mm -hmm. so what do you think? I mean, is he too old or is the issue more that not so much that he's too old and incompetent, but that if we lose him, what we get is the vice president. And I think people are worried about that. What do you think about that? And should we be telling Kamala, could you please just step aside and let somebody else that the country feels more confident about be on the ticket with Joe? What do you think about that? I think lots. Um, My friends in the business are telling me he's slowing down. Uh, and he's not where he used to be. And I knew him as vice president. You know, I sat right aside of him uh, in Reagan Airport mm-hmm. while we were waiting for his flight up in the, I forget which air, air, airline, I probably shouldn't say anyway. Um, but one of the major airlines, we were up in the VIP lounge. Uh, after he left office as vice president, he's maintained security with us for six months, roughly. And... Uh, but he's no longer entitled to Air Force Two. So he was flying somewhere and it was commercial. And that was my job at the time in DC was uh, I was the lead agent at Reagan Airport. So he's a sharp guy. He's still a sharp guy today. Every time something like this happens, is Hillary Clinton a bitch? Is Joe Biden senile? Mm -hmm. I blame it on them. They know that's going around the media. And they need to do a better, more aggressive job of maintaining their reputation, of reputation management. Mm-hmm. Um, I just started a shitstorm on Facebook <laughs> last week, I think. Love it. When I when, when I, I shared a video of him handling a reporter's off-the-cuff question. You know, they're, they're walking down a hallway and somebody shouts something. And he said about inflation. Mm-hmm. And not that the the reporter was asking a legitimate question, but if it was an attempt to trip up the president, President Biden put the guy in a spot. He had a very intelligent answer a very coherent answer. And this was just last week or maybe week before last. Mm -hmm. So it wasn't like it was three years ago. Mm -hmm. This is in this recent senile stage, this supposed senile stage. And he had a very good answer. And I just basically said, this guy's got my vote. And it was on a conservative website. So of course that pissed in a bunch of Cheerios and, (laughs) and, and I, I, I'm skeptical, you know, like you say, um, the art studio is not political. Uh, well, my show up the middle is very political. Right. And that's the reason why I don't endorse anybody was because I am up the middle. And, you know, like later today, I'm going to cut an episode about Bob Menendez, okay. the Democratic, yep. uh, the, the, the Democratic yep. senator that is being indicted for the second time. Yep. 
And not in part, well, well, in part because so many people get on my shit about being supposedly impartial and up the middle, but I'm, I'm, uh, and I'm going to say it the way I tell other people because you're going to get a laugh out of it. I'm constantly talking about Republicans on my show because they're the ones that keep stepping on their dick. <laughs> and, you know, sorry, but you guys got Marjorie Taylor Greene. What am I supposed to talk about? I know. I know. You guys got some shithead like Matt Gates, who's in my now home state. Yeah. And he just said something I actually agreed with. I thought, what is this world coming to? Yeah. 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 Um, it's a clown because he's, car. He, he's trying to unseat McCarthy from the speakership mm -hmm. because McCarthy is going back on a deal that he made with them mm -hmm. with that far right caucus mm -hmm. uh, back to get their votes to be speaker. And now he's not honoring that. Shocker. <laughs> now you know how it feels like, Matt. Mm -hmm. But my next episode is going to be on, you know, Bob Menendez, and that's that's another shit sandwich. But you know, you'll have to have people tune in uh, uh, to get that one too. But I told a friend of mine who is the lead, the the, the supervisor in San Juan, Puerto Rico. My buddy Chris and I were talking a couple months ago, and he said the president is definitely you know slowing down. I was of the opinion and a bunch of, you know, my, my senior buddies that I talked to, it's not a second term that I'm worried about with him. It's getting there. Yeah. Campaigning sucks. Yep. And I've done it. You know, I've, I was with Hillary Clinton five cities a day, 5 a.m. till 1 a.m. Come back the next day. Do it all again. I had I had colleagues of mine that lived, you know, further away out near uh, Dulles Airport, which is, you know, a good 45 minutes without traffic. They went home to change suits and came right back. You know, you know what? How safe is that? Yeah. And even for a younger um, person, it's pretty challenging. And, you know, somebody Hillary's age, somebody Joe's age, it's, it is challenging to say the least. And I, th I just think if he makes it through that, he'll be fine. Cause Reagan's second semester, semester, <laughs> Reagan's second term, uh, he, he essentially managed from the white house. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. and that was one of the reasons why his successor Bush senior, uh, did more travel in his one term than Reagan did in both. And then Clinton came in and did more travel in less than one term than Bush did in four. And then Bush Jr. came in, W. came in, and did more travel in one of his two terms than Clinton did in both of his. So it's not easy. Right, right, right. So do you think the do you think the vice president slot is playing a part in these um in these uh poll issues? Oh, always. Um, you know, I mean, that's comedian fodder. But uh how many times have you heard like Robin Williams used to say it about Dan Quayle all the time? He used to like hold an air, you know, like we play air guitar. You know, he had an air rifle 
uh, where he was, you know, like pretending he was aiming at the vice president. And he goes, oh, wait, I whack him, meaning the president. Right. <laughs> he becomes president. Yeah. Oh God, Danny throws his rifle down and, <laughs> uh, you know, he, he doesn't, you know, Bush gets to live. Um, I've met Kamala Harris. I followed her too. She was not a choice at all for me. Uh, when I was following the, uh, uh, democratic primaries, I think who we're going to have at some point, everybody's going to say, Oh, well, then we will, will have had not only our first black president, our first female black vice president, but our first gay president. That's actually not true. We've had a gay and a bisexual president already. Uh, it's a little known history that nobody likes to talk about. Get out. But uh, yeah, 100%. You're kidding. And, and you'll freak when Are you. Are you going to reveal this fact, on this show? Um, yeah, of course I can. Yeah. Go for it. Um, it it's, it's documented history. Many tried to deny it for their own political and even, I'll say, religious reasons. But um, Pennsylvania native. James Buchanan was the only ever single president. Okay. And the reason for that was, was because he didn't have a wife. Gotcha. Uh, his, I forget if it was his niece or his cousin filled in for the first lady duties mm -hmm. and, and various hostess responsibilities for like state dinners and such. Uh, and it was known at the time that, you know, he was dating, um, I forget who it was, but uh, like a congressman or a senator or, or, or somebody. Um, and the bisexual one, I say, because he was actually married. And this is the joke within the gay community is if you um, have a wife who is your cover. She is your beard. Yes, I've heard that term before. Yep, yep. Who do you think that might be referring to? <laughs> I can only imagine. You tell me. Abe Lincoln. Get out. Was also a known bisexual. No kidding. Wow. And I'm going to get slammed for saying that. Yes, you are. Everybody's going to say, oh, that's just rumor. That, that, that's just uh, wives' tales. Mm -hmm. That's just, yeah, it's one particular wives' tale. Yeah. Um, but there, there, there are documents, there are letters, um, you know, private letters that have been found. And usually more so from the lover than from either the two presidents. Um, because even now, God forbid, we learn that we had that when, you know, most of the British Kings were gay, mm -hmm. uh, or bisexual, um, Alexander the great, uh, is another one. Um, and they thought nothing of it, but you don't hear, you know, you think classes are being whitewashed now to not talk about certain parts of history. That's not a new thing. Right, right. That's not a new thing. And that's a disturbing thing as well. You know, the whitewashing of history with the brouhaha around CRT. I mean, yeah. critical race theory is what? Just teaching American history. older is, than Ron DeSantis it's, is. It's teaching American history. It's teaching what is, what has happened. And yeah. It's not new. And... You know, it's just so disturbing 
that so much has gone, so much fear and anxiety has entered the classroom these days. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and you said it, fear and anxiety. There are teachers down here in Florida that just flat out are at a point where they don't know what to teach. Exactly. I mean, I'm because they know the truth. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, and now, and now he's attacked college courses as well. Yep. Uh, the, the advanced placement psychology with regards to sexuality. Yeah. Um, it's and the sad thing about it is not only you know does he have some level of support from the incredibly ignorant, also known as you know Florida Republicans. Well, but yeah, he doesn't have term limits really. Yeah. yeah. All he has to do is after two consecutive terms, he has to sit one out, and then he can come, come back. back. Well, you know, and that's, frankly, the disturbing part in all of this, because, I mean, I thought the country was, uh, what, getting better um, relative to race relations, for example, just as one example. And I saw that when I was teaching in, you know, in the kids who went to the prom. When I first started teaching, there would be no way that uh, there would be any multiracial pairing. Okay, not that Boyertown had a lot to do with that, being ninety nine point nine percent white. But right, I mean, toward the end of my career, kids would go. You know, they would they would go. Two girls would go together, or you know, uh, the the prom queen would, you know, we, would go with the prom king who may have been a different race. And nobody, you know, there was no, there was no big deal about it. And I really thought, I Good. really thought that the country had come a long way by the time that I finished teaching. And, you know, one of my favorite columnists, I don't know if you are where, okay, now I lost this name already, but one of my favorite columnists was Black is black. He's retired now, but I just loved him. And I used to use his columns all the time in my teaching, but he every now and then would go on a rant about how racist society was and all that. And I can remember thinking, now, come on, we we're past this. Now you don't need to be so defensive about your race. We're the country has, has moved along. What a shocking disappointment it has been. I think the youth is still ahead. Do you? And, and I, I, I think, but Charlottesville, yeah, yeah, Charlottesville, Zach, my son, Charlottesville. I mean, the the, the no. video of Charlottesville shows tons and tons of young people. Orlando and uh, there's another one too, Jacksonville. The shooting in Jacksonville. So uh, the, the, the recent a uh, couple months ago shooting in Jacksonville, Florida. Yeah, my son uh, was dating a girl, um, mm -hmm. and he I, I suspected when when I got her name Destiny. Um, and I see this video. I didn't find out or get confirmation that she was black until I saw this video of him roller skating with friends, and a girl was following him with his phone, you know, filming it. 
and uh, they fall and, and, and I see, you know, a white hand and I go, oh, is, is that because I still didn't know for sure. Uh-huh. And I wasn't like setting him up or anything. I really was asking, is that destiny? And he goes, no, dad, destiny's black. Like, you know, I'm a dumbass. Yeah. Like, okay. Oh, well, you never had her ass to the house and you never, you know, all kinds of other stuff that I, I wonder if he was worried about. And I'm like, yep. dude, your dad's gay. You know, who do you <laughs> think you got to worry about? Uh, right. You think you were worried about bringing somebody home. Uh, so, yeah, I think, and um, there was a kid I wanted to feature. I, I, I took it in a more focused direction. My season one finale, when I talked about you and Leslie and my parents and, and some other people that, you know, have inspired me, I was going to include this one kid from a couple of years ago who is the um, valedictorian of his high school class. But because this don't say gay had just come in, mm-hmm. uh, he was not allowed. To, he was told flat out, if you talk anything about your sexuality, we're going to shut off the mic. Wow. And the the principal was like, dude, my hands are tied. I, I have no choice. I don't want to do. I am support you, but I have to. I'll lose my job. Mm-hmm. So he talks about instead of being gay... He talks about, he takes his cap off and says, I, and takes his cap off and says, have curly hair. (laughs) I tried to straighten my hair so many times in my life and it just didn't work. And the crowd just goes crazy. At the end of his speech, the principal comes up on stage, hugs him and gives him a kiss on the cheek. No kidding. Blatantly, you know, gives him a kiss on the cheek, clearly. Yeah. And, and, you know, was very, continued to be very supportive but there's a kid, you know, that not only was he comfortable coming, being out, because he was, it was known, he was, it was never a secret, you know, through his high school career uh, and had been the class president also since, you know, whatever, ninth or 10th grade. Mm-hmm. Um, and there were other, you know, inter, and this again, this is Florida other interracial relations. I I think the youth is way ahead. You know, I never would have come out in high school or I would have, you know, back for our, my day. Wow. Um, But, and I I love seeing out kids in high school today that are supported by the football team. Yes. You're right about that. Yeah. And so, and it's not just, I'm seeing guys too. I think, you know, girls are um, lesbians have been made cool by Howard Stern, you know, years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, you know, maybe the football team's going to support them a little. No, th- th- there's there's gay students too, male students mm-hmm. that I'm seeing supported by, you know, the football team and, mm-hmm. and the jocks and whatever. Um, but, yeah, it's there's there is I'm hoping that the, the, the theory that got me to start up the middle, it of course is a true one. Nobody wants to fail at anything like that, but that it is a silent majority. And that what we see in Congress, these dumbass loudmouths like Bobert, who's getting her ass kicked in the polls in Colorado now, oh, good. Uh, Marjorie Taylor green 
Gates, Josh Hawley, um, Jim Jordan are, yeah, Jim Jordan, uh, Tommy Tuberville are minorities in Congress that it's a real true reflection of the country. There was um, one of these like fact checker poll poll taking agencies does this thing annually or or every four years, particularly with presidents, where they study trends and, and they they take constant polls and so on, and they basically make predictions not only what's going to happen with the White House, but also with Congress. And they are predicting that the Democrats will take back the House massively. But they're also suspecting that they're actually going to lose the Senate. Wow. Because of certain, and, and I guess I th- now I'm thinking they may have known that this Menendez thing was coming down the hill because they're in D.C. and they hear those whisperings. Yeah. Um, but they're you know they could still lose the Senate. Um, I I just think for as to get back to your you know qualifications with um, Biden Harris, and then we're over our thirty minute limit. So uh, and we forgot we to introduce ourselves again. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> did we even play the music that we found? <laughs> we'll get, did, we'll did get we this right play? one of these days. Uh, Maybe next time. Yeah. yeah. And, and that's that's when we get to do our Johnny Carson, where we thank everybody for letting us into their uh, <laughs> earphones and earbuds. But, but, and, but uh, go back to where you were going. Go back to where you were going in regards to uh, the ticket. Biden-Harris, um, for as much as I see he's too old, this, that, and the other thing, why he's not going to win, I see just as many articles about Biden needs to do this and it'll be a landslide. Biden needs to do that and it'll be a landslide. This is shit he's already doing. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what's concerning. That and the perspective I, you, yeah. is twisted. Perspective. And if and we're relying on young people, if we're relying on young people to carry the ball over them, you know, over the finish line, that's a risky thing too, because traditionally they don't vote. And that's something else is that um, there's a bunch of things that have excited them. I think Kamala Harris is actually one of them. You know, there are statistically, not that there aren't, you know, um, and I hate that this is part of the right, but uh, the Bible thumping, church going, conservative youth. um, Because, you know, look at Donald Trump and look at Joe Biden anti-religion versus a devout Catholic. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, uh, so are you yeah, telling the, me the, you have I've, some hope because I'm mm, mine's mm, challenged. I, I still do for a bunch of reasons. How many States now have lawsuits in court and proposed referendums prohibiting Trump from even running? because of being in violation of the 14th Amendment. I put a list together. I think it was in the the, the season finale for season one. All the things I said months or even years ago. I remember, and I just found the photo of it uh, yesterday in my, you know, 
tan BDUs and Secret Service issued BDUs and my raid vest and the knit hat that we were given, gloves, all the all the, all the stuff. when I first came on, yeah. all the stuff that we had to wear at the inauguration was a business suit, dress shoes, and six inches of snow. Yeah. Now we're issued snow boots and, and all that stuff and it didn't even flake. But uh anyway, I'm in uh, in my gear at the post that I had throughout that week where I was with my boss, a bunch of, I can't say the actual number of course, but you know, a bunch of other agents cause it was a big, busy location. And I just remember looking over and my exact words to my boss and to the other group of agents, he's going to get indicted, isn't he? Hmm. And there was like this hush, like, Oh shit. He said it hmm. like, dude, you shouldn't have said that. First of all, I didn't say who, <laughs> but they knew who I was talking about. Mm-hmm. Secondly, yeah, it's like, oh, you, we're apolitical. It's something we shouldn't be. Well, n- no. Fact is, sadly, we are very political. One of Trump's senior White House advisors was the former special agent in charge of his detail. Mm-hmm. He left the Secret Service to take another six figure job with as as a civilian with uh trump um so it's very you know when when we were in in various you know office settings if you would talk badly about the clintons or the obamas you'd get high-fived but talk badly about the trumps or, or or the the bushes or talk positively about the the clintons or the obamas and you get disciplined mm-hmm. you get a, you get a reprimand you were not political. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Why don't you sit in that room a little longer and see how not political we are? Yeah, for sure. And so, you know, I, I, I think um, the the Gen Z, the Generation Z liberals, progressives are very active. And I, I, they're not to be messed with. I think they learned a lesson in 08 when they thought Hillary had it sewn up and she lost the primary to Obama and they learned that lesson and they got behind Obama hard mm-hmm. and that was um I th- was that one Romney or was that one I forget which one uh he beat Romney and then the other one he beat uh John McCain mm-hmm. um but uh yeah that that's that was why obama did what he was able to do was two major things he was really the first president to campaign with social media mm-hmm. and he was and, and many clinton kind of sort of had the same thing but but he had a much stronger younger vote for sure than than the republicans did yeah and and i see that coming back hard um, I, I, I think they are concerned as well. And for so many of us that are either progressive or for me, I, I'm still, there's things on the progressive side. I scratch my head over and, and, and go, and this is going to be one of them. They get this, you are right. They get this level of comfort because they feel 
their decisions and their their views are so obvious that the the right or particularly the independents are going to side with them and then we independents start feeling left out and we go to the side that welcomes us that was another episode i did guy named uh peter rosenstein from uh, the washington blade wrote an article uh last month about um you need to vote against this that and the other thing and he also tried to cut down independence that we're lazy mm-hmm. we don't want to take part i said no unlike you i can think for myself <laughs> i don't need party lines to tell me how to vote because none of them match 38% of Republicans are for abortion. Tell me how that makes any sense when more than one in three Republicans don't agree with their party on a big issue. Mm-hmm. And, and so, you know, I did an episode on him and I just shot the hell out of him. Um, but that's the attitude that we independents get. We're lazy. We just want to wait to the big. No, I'd much rather be able to take part in a primary. So I could have voted for Hillary. But as a political scientist by education, I've been an independent my whole life. Mm-hmm. And D.C., that was one of the issues, actually, was the open primary. There, there's a referendum in D.C. to turn primaries into being open. And then I guess you would have to declare which party you want to vote for. And then, you know, uh, as an independent, and then you're welcome to do so. But he's saying you shouldn't be able to do that. I'm like, well, good luck getting the independents ever. Yeah. Yeah, well, it'll be interesting to see next week if anything yeah. in the polls change. But we should probably... So, so I can look that up. Do you know offhand which ones which ones uh, you saw? And then, uh, Washington and then we, Post yeah, we was on what I, what I briefly saw this morning. It was a I poll by that. the Washington Post. Yeah. Yeah, I did hear that. I think what they do is to keep themselves relevant. They do shit like that. I understand. And then, and, and then, oh, you know, he's too old and they keep it close. And, and then that's it. They'll, they'll get behind him. They're going to get behind Trump. <laughs> you, know, you know, that's what, that's what Hillary's answer was on uh, yeah. a, a recent news show yeah. was, you know, you know, it, it, it is a fair question is a legitimate question, but, and that video that I shared on Facebook, you know, proved it. He's got his sanity. And then he said, and then she said, you know, the, uh, the other thing you have to look at is the alternative, mm-hmm. you know, who also can't put a sentence together <laughs> and is now being believed to not being taken part in the debates because he's going to look stupid. Wow. Not because he doesn't need to be there. So after 46 minutes, we should probably introduce ourselves and then say goodbye. Yes, I'm Jane Stahl. <laughs> and I'm yours. <laughs> and I welcome you to the Be Inspired podcast. And I just want to say that the past couple of weeks, I've had such great conversations with some of our artists. I studio still B. enjoy everything. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and, I, still, I mean, that's, that's I like that you've included them from the event uh, from what two weeks ago now, or almost, almost two weeks ago. Yeah. Yep. Um, 
And the one I've got coming up this week is Joe Zimmer is his name. And Joe spent decades in out West as part of a cult and then got deprogrammed himself and spent another couple of decades helping to deprogram others. So his, I always, I love talking to him. And I had the third podcast with Joe just last week. I was going to say the whole thing sounds familiar. What, what? Have you had have you had him before? Yes, very good. Yes, yes. Yeah, because yep. that sounded the cult thing sounded familiar. Yep. yep, yep. I suck with names, but but the the cult thing, I'm like, wait, wait a minute. Yeah, hold yeah, on. yeah, yeah, yeah. And then yeah, wow. For that was Bob Hawkins, and he yep, is heard that one. Yep his uh, his art is uh, what do you say a testament to rust all over the place. He's all over yeah, the place. Yeah. And before that yeah. was Jimian. And he's an illustrator from New York, from Brooklyn, and his work is just absolutely amazing. And at some point, I'll have articles about all these guys. Well, not Joe Zimmert. I've had different things about him. But I'll have articles about all these guys on the Boyertown Area Expression and be able to include more of their artwork so that folks can actually see what they do. So there's that. There. That was actually a question I had for you. Yeah. Does everybody that you talk to on Be Inspired come from the Boyertown area, or is there other stories that you oh, tell? Oh, there are other stories, but most of them, most of them are from the Boyertown area or have some connection. They may not have grown up in Boyertown, but they have some connection, like these artists I'm talking about who are not from Boyertown originally. But they're in Boyertown now because I figure that that's my I figure that's my audience. Yeah. 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 Right. Yeah. 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 Right. Right. But I tried so, to get to I tried to get to the universal side of all these people so that whoever is listening can you know can find some sort of connection with them because people are people. Yeah, I still tell the story of the first episode when you and I scheduled yes, mine yes. for, I think I was in the beginning of August when we recorded, or actually no, beginning of July 3rd. There you uh, go. It was over 4th of July weekend, and then it, that it was released the beginning of August. Trying to do my homework a little bit, and, and, and uh, you know, I'm thinking, I listened to your very first interview mm-hmm. was with that one banker from like over in like Chester County, Pottstown area or somewhere. Yeah, Limerick. Mm-hmm. What the hell? How how is she going to make a banker industry interesting? And God love you, you did it. Yeah. And I wound up binging and 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 still do. My biggest thing is like when I'm sitting here at my desk editing or doing something like that for my own work, I can't listen to you then because I got to listen to me. Yeah, you know, I got to listen to what I'm doing. Yeah. But you know, if I'm in the kitchen or or uh, you know walking the dog, anything, I got a set of Bluetooth headphones on, and uh, I be inspired. Uh, All right, I, I get inspired, be inspired. Whatever. I love it. So let's see, we got be inspired. We talked about uh, the Boyertonary expression. Yep. Um, you get that domain right too every week. God love you. Um, <laughs> yep. Yep. I'm busy. I, always, I tried it. I try, but I mean, you know, for people to be able to find it, and I'll make sure that it's in like the comments and and so on. Um, Boyertown area expression dot news dot town or dot town dot news. Dot That's town the part dot that I always And it's Boyertown okay. area expression dot town dot news. Yeah. Okay. That's what right. it is. Yeah. Cool. 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 And that and that's you pretty. Can find that, me. Pardon me. 
That's all right. Go ahead. Go ahead. Um, and the board, the Boyertown area expression is pretty, pretty focused on the Boyertown area for our. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 As that one, yeah, definitely should be. Yeah, and does I, I I open that email every day too? Do you really? Yeah, right as I oh, absolutely yeah, right as I get out of bed. Now, do you yeah. find something universally interesting about some of what we write? Hopefully, it, it, it's diversity. Oh, good. Um, I have no idea what I'm going to see the next day. There you go. Good. It is one thing I like and, and that I have referred to it in the past. And that's why I asked you the other week, um, when you called it a digital media news site, is that a digital is, news is site that, is what I usually call it. The digital yeah. news site. Mm-hmm. Um, I had just keep, kept referring to it as a blog because like so many blog setups, one entry, it's like a journal, you know, one entry is right after the other. Yeah. And if you miss a day, get tomorrow's and just scroll down and there's going to be the same stuff from the days prior. Mm-hmm. And that's what, the, another thing I love about it is that, you know, if I do miss opening the email or if it gets lost in a bunch of emails that I'm going to automatically delete, I'm not going to miss anything. And so as I'm sitting here going through other social media, I will actually log in and like various things. And because that's my biggest pet peeve with so I'm going to bitch about our listeners now, uh, particularly mine, <laughs> Oh dear, is, is that I'll get great feedback, too. And nobody likes an episode. Nobody takes the polls that we put on Spotify. Right. Uh, right. nobody is visiting or, or commenting on YouTube the way they could be. Yeah. I'm like, come on, you know, <laughs> and that's, that's why I go back. My theory is that the people that do listen to me, cause I've got, you know, some videos that have 1600 views. All right. I think that they are a, Oh, you cut out. You're still there. Yeah. You cut out. You still there. Okay. Oh, I did too. Yep. Yep. yep okay. Yep, yep. I think this, this, this independent, and I'll say hopefully, cause hopefully I'm right. Silent, um, middle is silent and that's, what's going to the right. voice that's going to be heard, yeah. uh, over the next year. I can only hope so. Anyway, I brought my microphone. I told you I had one. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. Is that a Yeti? Yes, That's it a is. Yeti? Yep, it's a Yeti. And my friend Bill, Bill BTL, the banker, is what he used for his podcast, and so he suggested that I get one too. Now, I have found for my podcast, for Be Inspired yeah. Podcast, that my phone is just as good audio-wise as my Yeti. So anyway, I yep. brought it home. Apple's I wanted to show it to you. Yep. And if you think we should try it some sometime, we can try it. Okay. I fixed our our levels today. Okay. You good. sound much better than last week. Oh, apologies to everybody who had to squint to uh, listen uh, <laughs> to Jane last week. That was something. I have a huge virtual soundboard that looks like a real radio station Wow! because uh, this actually is part of a real radio station. Yeah. And uh, I adjusted my own headphones. And so last week, Jane sounded great. And it wasn't <laughs> until I went to edit and put it together and I didn't edit. I, I had to just do the, the raw material that I saw that she sounded like she was on the phone. Yeah. 
And so you sound much better this week. Uh, and you sound great every week, but <laughs> you're you know, very basically kind. this week I have, I, I have my head out of my ass and, uh, <laughs> uh, you're sounding the way you should be. So Apple is known for having good cameras. Okay. And good audio. Yeah. Uh, if you had another phone, you may want to use the mic. Yeah. Um, for a while, the most used camera in the world was the iPhone. Yeah. I believe it. I don't know if they still hold that, but, uh, you know, the late 2000 teens into the 20s, it was the iPhone. Yeah. Um, yeah. With uh, the earbuds, and, and I think that's key, is not using Bluetooth. Um, but, uh, if you want to try it next week, I am actually, I should actually, I will, or mom's going to kill me be, uh, in Pennsylvania over Thanksgiving. Whoa. So maybe we can do, oh, let's uh, get together while I'm there. Yeah, yeah absolutely. At, at minimum, but maybe also do one or two episodes That'd be fun. Uh, in person. That'd be yeah. fun. Okay. So, uh, well, so much for that. We got two episodes out of this one. We're pushing the <laughs> for 40 minutes. Um, Whatever you want to do. Jane, you can, you can find me up the middle on YouTube, mm -hmm. up the middle, uh, really anywhere you want to be at yergs.com. Okay. Just go to yergs.com and you can find up the middle. You can find both sides now. Uh, my radio show every weeknight at 530 live. That's not a podcast. That's live. Uh, soon you'll be able to call into it. I just got to develop a little bit better listening audience first, but, uh, <laughs> every Monday through Friday at five 30, just Google Yergs, Y E R G Z radio. All right. And I'm um, the first thing that comes up, but you can also get the link on the up the middle tab at yergs.com. So have a good uh, week. Now, uh, yes, everybody have a great week and we will see you again next week. And of course I will talk to you, Jane, at some point sooner than that. That'd be great. Uh, via email, text or everything. Yep. Okay. Take care. All right, my dear. How about it? You All too. right. I'll see you again. Bye-bye. Bye now.